And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. And I have to tell you, I used to be in 10th place overall in Pros vs. Joes for the HQ. I represented us and I'm not anymore, but you know, I'm still in the top 20 and I'm happy about that. Cool. And Shane Manila. I don't represent us anywhere, and if I did, it wouldn't be well. Um, <laughs> no, that's I don't not even true. Represent myself well, so I apologize. To that you. that's not true. There's a couple leagues that are, are HQ leagues, but you're the only one who runs it. So you represent. Oh well, no, actually, oh no, you did yeah, win. You represent all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't even know what you're doing, but you represent us all. And apparently you won the title last year, thank God, in one of those to make us like look good. Yeah, it's not going well in that league, by the way. It's not this year? You're not gonna repeat? Uh well, yeah, I mean we, we couldn't we, we shopped we shopped Christian McCaffrey all summer and we couldn't move him. So we've had Christian McCaffrey and Miles Sanders together for a grand total of um one game zero games was it one <laughs> yeah, game probably. it might have been zero yeah no i think they played he played a game didn't he it i think he did. was week one yeah so. yeah well no miles was out week one so like our our, <laughs> our thunder and lightning combination of miles and sanders nothing. and christian mccaffrey was ready to rock the world and instead last week we started uh tyler Irvin. so that's hey, not great Bob. you know something those, those are two really good running backs to have please please tell me you didn't overreact if you have CMC and Miles Sanders, you can't give them away. What'd you do? Did you nah, give them away? No, no. Nah. They didn't give them away. Right, <laughs> and you know what's funny? <laughs> First of all, I, I always think it's funny when you say Bob, like both of us. I don't know who you're talking to when you say Bob. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh, some show. You've never seen that, Jeff? <laughs> Not good, Bob. It's on the elevator and it's yeah. um, Liar Liar, right? Oh, I have no idea. I don't either. That's what I'm saying. Not, so, how you do? How are you today? Not good, Bob. Yeah. One of the funniest things that's going on in the entire Dynasty community is every single person has the exact same story. Whether it's the same player names, it's not. But everybody has the exact same problem. Oh, these two guys were supposed to be my guys. They're hurt. These two guys. Are you serious? You know, it's crazy. Everybody. It's it, this whole season is so weird. And now we're going into a a weekend where there's a lot of questions of maybe somebody's positive, maybe somebody's not positive. So no, I don't know. No. We definitely know that that uh, Stefan, not <laughs> Stephen, um, Gilmore came Stephane back with Gilmore. a positive test somehow. <laughs> and this is what's great about that. So he, he didn't have the COVID on Monday night football, right? Right. Today is Wednesday. So apparently he got the COVID between Monday yeah, and today. Yeah, sure he did. Or, right. yeah, okay, sure, he did. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the reason, and listen, I'm not laughing. Look, I'm not laughing that he has it. I'm just laughing that no, no. Jeremy corrected Shane and I on his name prior to doing the show. No, 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 it's the yeah, whole thing with this guy. Oh, God. So he, um, <laughs> and apparently, I didn't notice this, but he was hugging the out of Patrick Mahomes after the game. Yeah. From from I haven't seen it, but from media descriptions, um, they were basically like humping each other um mm. at midfield. <laughs> so humping each other. I think they gave each other a dap and a quick hug. But now mm. the world is concerned that as they should be, that Patrick Mahomes, if we lose Patrick Mahomes for any <laughs> um appreciable time to the COVID, oh. I am uh the league is done. Yeah, I, I think that we just we cancel fantasy for the rest of the year. And I don't even have Mahomes in like any league. I don't either. I just think it's the right thing to do. 
Really? <laughs> you think I it's the right thing to do just because of him? I have him from like the rookie draft still, like in so many places. It is interesting though. Like, what do you guys think? Let me ask both of you guys because I've seen a lot of people commenting on Twitter. There's people that are very angry actually too, saying that they should like pause, like put a pause for two weeks or something like that and just let everybody do the right thing, get in a bubble, do whatever to clean it all up because people think that it's just going to keep cascading. I don't think that that's very, uh, I don't think it could even happen really. But what do you think, uh, Jeremy, what do you think about that? I don't think that's possible. Like we are, we always knew COVID was going to happen, but you, you're not going to be able to keep all these teams and all the players in bubbles. If it, if, if you were talking about a small lineup, like a basketball team maybe, or I mean, even a starting baseball team, but a football team with all those players, it's impossible to keep them all in a bubble. I think it's ridiculous. We we knew as fantasy football fans and fans in general that COVID was going to happen. We were going to experience stuff. And, and, that, and I'm surprised it's not worse already. I think it's going to be like we're going to have like three games. It's, it was one game, then it's two games, and it's going to be three, four games every week, matchups every week that are, um, you know, uh, affected by this. And then it, at some point the NFL is going to have to be like, you know what? maybe we should just kind of back off on the season. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, so then you did answer the question. You, you said no at the beginning, and then you circled around saying that oh, maybe I, it's going to happen. Yes, no. you I, said I, I no. Didn't, I didn't really have an answer. I'm just saying, like, it, it's um, – I think that's how it's going to go. I, it, it just seems that way, but – Shane, yeah, what do you think? The problem is, is unless you put them in the bubble, it's not going to matter, you know? Yeah, even if you're like, all right, we're just going to take a two-week pause. Everybody uh, be on your best behavior, wear your masks. Um don't go out, blah, 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 blah. They're human. They're going to go out. It's going to happen. You know, there, there's some, and, and it's the football locker room is no different than America. There's a segment of the population that's probably, you know, the football population in that locker room that's probably like, I, I don't, I don't think this is even real. Now, I, my guess is that those are offensive linemen from uh, Kansas. But nonetheless. Nice. Well, you're uh, right, though. There, there are players, too, that are thinking that, and they're never going to be at risk to spread it to the rest of the players. Maybe it's a starting quarterback who, until until he's at the facility with all the other players, he's with his family and kids, and he's never anywhere else. And, and he's limited to the exposure being only in the facility. And, and most of the other players too. But then you have those players that just like every, you know, people we know, friends we have that act like they don't care about all this and they're going out and doing whatever the hell they want. Then they come back to the facility with everyone else and they're like, hey, didn't know I had COVID. Sorry, bro. I mean, yeah. it's so you have to keep everybody away from it, not just the people that are trying. So in the meantime, since there's nothing that apparently can be done about stopping it. And we're going to have to keep going on every week. It's kind of like what I was saying to you at the beginning, Shane, when you were saying the story about our league. Everybody has these similar problems. So we're going to go into, what is this? This is week five now. So on top of having COVID and injuries, we also have bye weeks now. Yeah, so <laughs> there is Bye week time. It is amazing. Bye weeks are so hard right now with everything else. Like we didn't need the bye week. Well, exactly. And Shane, I know there was a point this summer where you were saying that you were telling people fab money is going to be the most important thing. So there's one thing that I noticed. If fab money is so important and we're only in week five, there is so many people that have already shot all their, they've already shot their load. Oh, they've already no, they spent, spent all their all. fab money, you know? Yeah. 
Well, you got, you know, I mean, some guys are just geniuses. They're out there spending all this money in, on Josh Adams. And <laughs> Josh Adams ends up getting sent down to the practice squad two weeks in a row. Twice. Twice. Who knew? Who knew? Felt good. It felt good at the time. Um, you know, look, you know what? So I've been a lot more gun shy. Yeah. To Ernest Johnson. You think he got a lot of my fab? No, I didn't win him in any leagues because I was like, I'm not paying half my fab for this guy because first of all he is what we call a jag just a guy yeah, he is um, just, yeah. i watched he, so many of yeah. his runs he got right into the backs of his offensive linemen <laughs> or right into the hands of defensive back. and you know he's quick enough to like hit a hole but he doesn't have the vision of the other running backs it's clear yeah you and don't he, spend much money on that guy he's a jag and we got a lot of run last week, but part of that is because, you know, Kareem Hunt was just coming back from an injury himself, and everybody was running against that Dallas defense. They gave up 300 rushing yards. I ran for 15 <laughs> yards, if you look on. My, uh, my dead grandmother ran for 10 yards. I saw her. I saw her. I did out. I did out rush her, and that <laughs> was exciting. so easy, though. Barely, oh barely. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so, I mean, we might as well just talk about that. What, what happened in the Dallas game? Something happened to a player. Wait, I don't understand. What are you saying? What happened in that game? Chubb is no longer erect. <laughs> there is uh, Chubb has erectile. Um, his erect his erectness is dysfunctional because um, he erectile dysfunction jacked up his knee. Um, <laughs> There's so many on different the IR. Ways. Uh, so he's out at least six weeks. Um, the way it sounds, it's going to probably be longer. Is what I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, it's probably going to be the whole season. Well, you know, Jeremy's Jeremy's our resident Browns fan, anyway. So yeah, what are they I, saying I there? More news. I don't have any more news than Shane has. I mean, it could, it's probably the whole season. But you know, with that injury, he he already had you know injuries to both knees. Came back. He's he's a beast. But that injury could be the rest of this season. It depends on depends on how he heals and the Browns handle it. Uh, so Shane's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's totally deflating to the Chubb. Well, you know, it's funny, yeah. Shane, you had mentioned about Ernest Johnson. There's one thing that I ended up doing on a couple of the leagues when the waivers went through at eight o'clock, I went in and picked up Hilliard and I saw your tweet. <laughs> I saw the tweet. I, I did that in a lot of leagues. Yeah, I saw really, Shane's. Hilliard is actually the guy because he was ahead of Ernest Johnson, um, even really going into that game in the depth chart. Yeah. Um, I think it was just the the matchup that made it that, the, the way that it happened Uh Honestly, Johnson was a bubble, a bubble uh, player. It's I, I thought he was going to get cut, and he was like the next guy to get cut if they needed a player in another position. And then he went and did you know, ninety-five yards or whatever. But I think Hilliard is honestly the better, the better hedge of your bets um, of the two going forward. But we'll see. I don't know how it's going to play out. We did this last year. I forget if there was injury or whatever. But at one point, it looked like um, Darius Johnson was going to get some run. Um, and then Dontrell Hillard ended up uh, getting some run. So they, they both kind of – I mean, they're the third and fourth string running backs for a reason. Right. Um, they're kind of interchangeable. So I wasn't willing – and, I, you know, it's just I, – I get why everyone – they look at the stat line and they go, wow, what do you have, 15 for 95 or, you know, whatever he did on Sunday. And, yeah, that's great. But everybody – yes, it was Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That Dallas defense was getting shredded on the run. Yeah, and um, other than a couple of runs, honestly, Johnson didn't look that good. There were a couple where he got a lot of yardage, and then there were so many where he just ran into the line and kind of 
kind of danced around and fell down, maybe he gained a yard or lost a yard. He he definitely didn't do much other than the the the, the couple of big runs that got him the yards. You know, what I mean, um, he's not that guy. He's not somebody to spend a lot of money on unless unless you're in a 16 teamer. And yeah. There's no, nothing else. Out yeah, there. he got. I mean, I'm looking here. So it was actually 13 for 95. My apologies. I was yeah. I was off, and I, I deeply apologize for that. <laughs> I don't think did yeah, he even did he see a target. I don't think he saw a target in the receiving game either. No, he didn't catch a pass. Well, you know, speaking of wide uh, running backs that have targets. I, I watch multiple screens at the same time. And the moment Chubb went down on the other screen, Eckler went down at the exact same time. Now, Chubb was able to get up at least. Eckler ended up on a cart and rolled away. So with that, that seems to be a bigger thing, even though not too many people are talking about because we're talking about Chubb. But with Eckler down, did Kelly even show that he can be the person there? Or what's going to happen there with the Chargers? I'm a little... Uh, Kelly... Look, Kelly's fumbled two weeks in a row. Um, one thing professional football coaches do not like is people that fumble, um, especially when you're a rookie and you don't have a pedigree to say, oh, you know, I'm going to put this behind me. Um, so I, he's another guy that if he was out there on a waiver, which he wasn't, um, you know, I wouldn't have shot my, my load on him. <laughs> Ew, Jesus. That's uh, I, I, I I really phrased that poorly. <laughs> you, I blew my shooting your load. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> wouldn't have done that. Uh, sorry. So I, I actually wanted to. I was picking up Jackson where I could. Um, yeah. Justin Jackson. Um, you might know him um, from Northwestern University. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, pick your pick your poison. But there are people out there that think that Jackson is the guy with Eckler gone that's really going to get the play. That's going to get the Eckler role. I mean, the the thing is though, you know. Um, Kelly was valuable before Eckler went down. So, I mean, I, I think as long as you have one of those guys, you're doing well. If you don't have either guy, you know, and you had Eckler, sorry about your luck. And it and, definitely feels like it's going to be a sh- Sorry to cut you off there, Michael. But that's, that's good. That's what I do. No worries. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hey, all right. Um, I can't see. There's no way that that's not going to be a shared backfield. I, I mean, I would be absolutely right. gobstruck. If next week one guy gets 25 carries yeah. and five receptions, like I think we're going to see I think you're right. pretty much what we saw with Eckler in there. And it, that's kind of what I I shouldn't say they've always done because it's a different coaching regime now. But, you know, that's what they wanted to do last year when Eckler and Gordon were there. Um, I, I, I meant not a different coaching regime from last year, but, you know, <laughs> past anyway. But, you know, that, that just seems to be what they want to do. They want to roll roll those guys out there. And I like Jackson. Um He's a guy I owned in, or I've rostered in a few leagues. Um, I'm going to throw him out there because he's a healthy body, um, first of all. So he's getting the start next week somewhere. Um, I saw him on the waivers in one league of mine, and I did put it, I actually put down a pretty good penny on him. See, I think, and part of the reason I even brought it up about that was, of course, in Dynasty leagues, everybody took him. He was drafted in the rookie drafts and stuff, but his quality of play at this point makes it that you're not like totally excited that you can stick him in your starting lineup this week you know um on top of if you get a start running back that you got to be pretty stoked um but is he i I mean i think he will be i don't 
Yeah, I mean, it's still going to be a split backfield, but I get what you're saying. You're smart. We have a couple trades later to talk about when you're talking about a starting running back in your lineup. So I will circle back to you specifically when I bring up that one trade. But um, (laughs) besides, besides the injuries, we also had some very poor performances, especially by quarterbacks that had their one shot and now they're already done. Um, do you think there's any of the, both of you guys are shaking your head. Do you think there's any of these quarterbacks that were benched for a different guy that the different guy is going to be anything for super flex leagues or anything like that? You had like CJ Beathard and you had, what, what are you going to say? Go ahead. CJ Beathard. Um, <laughs> well, we got Kyle Allen. Really but... Remember Kyle Allen was going to take, uh, Cam Newton's job. Uh-huh. Cute gift was out there and everybody was tweeting, oh, the little white kid that was in the commercial with Cam when 30 years ago, that grew up to be Kyle Allen. And then, you know, Kyle Allen had to play more than, you know, two weeks and then look like absolute rubbish and dog shit towards the end of the year. Remember that? That was fun. I do Kyle remember. Allen sucks. <laughs> um, he is terrible. Ron Rivera is a dipshit. Um, I'm not really sure why i mean look i'm not in that locker room obviously um and if i was i probably couldn't share any of the details with they hate uh they do not like dwayne haskins and i brought it up last week he came out you know the monday before this week's game and basically said the team deserves better haskins came out there he threw for 300 yards i have no idea if he played well to be quite honest with you um and they lost again and now kyle kyle allen's in there so, yeah, you know, uh, Kyle Allen is, is capable. It, it, I mean, it makes sense. that we. I think before the season, we expected that Kyle Allen might get the start before now with Haskins and how sketchy. I mean, he, he, he has one read. It's like his primary receiver, and that's it. Um, Kyle Allen is valuable only in the short term. Uh, whatever you think Washington's offense is going to do. Otherwise, trash, because... He's not as good of a quarterback or prospect as Dwayne Haskins, but apparently Washington thinks he's good for them in the short term. I think it's a dumb move by the football team in Washington to actually go to Kyle Allen if they ever expect Dwayne Haskins to be their starter. There's nothing to gain by having Kyle Allen go in there. He's terrible. Um, And even if they win games and he looks good for a while, it doesn't benefit them in the long term because Haskins doesn't feel good about it, like all of it. So it's it's I think they're probably ready to move on from Haskins. But what they they fail to recognize is that Haskins was never ready to start as a quarterback in the NFL. And with the right coaching, kind of like Jameis Winston, with the right situation, the right coaching could be a superstar in the wrong situation throws you know an interception every game i don't think they're Dwayne haskins is done there clearly um he wasn't ron rivera's guy you know um he clearly didn't impress ron rivera um if he did ron rivera has a weird way of showing hell he's impressed um i think they're tanking not tanking for tua (laughs) well tua is already in the league so they can't do that But, you know, they they could be looking at a guy like Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance, who uh, played one game this year and has now – well, the only game that the Bison played and has now, you know, entered the draft. 
I think part of what I was thinking about as well is with, with the fact that we're losing all these players, we're getting the bye weeks. This week, if we lose teams because of COVID, you're, there's, you may not even have a starter guy. So somebody, no, no, no. Yeah, you yeah, start him. yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So somebody like CJ Beather, he's going to get the start. I read today that Joe Flacco is getting the start for the Jets. Yes, yeah, you know. <laughs> So Sam Darnold, you remember uh, Thursday Night Football? It looked like he got absolutely f-ing murdered. <laughs> yes. Um, and then he came yeah. back out and played, Sam and we're like, "You're good, awesome." But... And then, meanwhile, he's uh, yeah, he's not going to play. Uh, so that's kind of rough. But I don't know. Are you losing much moving from Darnold to Flacker, Flacker, uh, Flacco at this point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Flacco is definitely not as good of a quarterback as Darnold. I mean, all that. Uh, I can't believe how Darnold has gotten in the league, getting stuck with Gates and all these things. I mean, he's he's shown some moments. He's one of those players. Like honestly, he would be better off playing for the Ravens or another team that a lot you know wants their quarterback to run sometimes. Because for the Jets, it's been rare that Darnold has run, and when he's run, generally it hasn't been the worst move for Darnold. I think. I mean, we'd have to look at all the plays, but like, I mean, he scored a touchdown. He's done some crazy stuff. He needs to be on a team where they're like, you know what? We trust you to pass the ball, and we have a decent offense and decent players for you to throw to. We're not the New York Jets with Adam Gase as coach. We have some shit going on. And then, you know what? If you think you should run like you did at USC, then fucking run and score a touchdown. It's cool with us. Well, real quick, though, I just wanted to go back to something. So I wanted to make sure that our, our listeners know. Um, do you know how often Kyle Allen targeted Christian McCaffrey last year? Every single time? I don't know. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. Whenever oh, never? Target, then never? Whenever, whenever DJ Moore wasn't available on the slant route, he targeted. No, it was no a lot. he targeted him 8.3 times a game. Oh. Times a game. 8.3 targets a game. That's a ton of targets. So when yeah. I said every time you said not, not you'd surprisingly no. And that's why <laughs> not, I made not, the not joke. Not much, but almost. Um, damn near a third of the time he threw. And, and that's my joke. The, uh, the point of that was Antonio Gibson um, finally saw some <laughs> targets last week. Yeah. Which was interesting because, you know, he was a wide receiver in college and they weren't using him in the, the receiving game much. But yeah, Antonio Gibson might see 10 targets a game from Kyle Allen. I mean, right. You know, we talk about um, Carolina's offense. It's it's similar in the sense that you have one alpha receiver, right? Terry McLaurin and DJ Moore, um, obviously different play styles. And then you have a receiving back. Um, Christian McCaffrey might be the best one in the league. Antonio Gibson should be pretty good at receiving, you know, since he did the whole I'm a wide receiver in college <laughs> thing. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how many targets he gets. So what what are you going to trade for him then? What what would you do if you're targeting him then? Antonio Gibson? Yeah, Antonio Gibson. What I mean, are you going to give up? Give a lot. I give up a first for him still. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, I mean, the thing is, you know, they've just started to incorporating incorporate him into the the receiving game, which is again interesting to me that that wasn't what they did immediately. Um, and now with Kyle Allen there, I think he's really going to expand that role and he's a guy i think could be a league winner for you this year now i know i'm being mighty presumptuous here um but i can't imagine he doesn't see six to seven targets at least a game at least and that would be awesome if that happened you know jeremy there is one guy that did get his uh 
full-time start this week and he looked pretty freaking good and it's somebody you've been touting for a while is that Justin Herbert and and it's funny the touchdowns he threw were like all three touchdowns or those first three touchdowns were to like people that not one person had rostered on any team (laughs) Donald Parham from the uh you know the AAF um you know he found him he found another player and then he found Jalen Guyton which is a an undrafted player that was like on the Dallas Cowboys and is like 83 years old but you know, one time ran like a four three five forty is like the perfect mold of a guy you want with speed to like you know send down the field. Is he going to get beat up if he gets you know if he beats the DBs off the line? He's not going to get beat up, and he's fast enough to get down there. And he's done that. He's he's caught two big touchdown passes from Justin Herbert, five targets in two games. Which um, you know, honestly, Herbert's making names out of unnamed players, and the reason is. He practiced with those guys before he got this gig, so he feels comfortable. Um, the thing is, everybody I know, out of everybody I know, I was the highest on Herbert. Um, you know, uh, win or lose, that was going to happen. I traded for him. I traded with Shane to get Herbert. He knows that. I traded with other people to get Herbert well before you know he was drafted in the NFL. We didn't know it was going to happen. People were down on him even more before the NFL draft and then not that much better after. But the trades I made were well before the NFL draft. Um, uh, It's paying dividends because I drafted him on teams that I didn't have a lot of quarterback action and and he's doing pretty well. Um, I'm not surprised because he's the best best athlete on all of his high school teams. Um, As a Debbie guy, he was huge, right? He's he's doing fine and I don't want to, I'm going to keep going on forever. The thing is, Herbert is here to stay. That's all I want to say. And I knew how much you liked him. That's why I threw it over to you that way. You know, it was interesting, too, because he was playing against Tom Brady and he kept gushing before the game about how awesome it is. He's playing against one of his idols and everything. I mean, Tom Brady's old enough to be his dad. Well, and it, might be his dad. <laughs> exactly. And and what was what was so funny too with that game? It's like it's like Herbert would do something, and then Tom Brady went out there and did it, and then he it, it seemed kind of like this competition. Like I'm not gonna let this kid do better than me. And Brady had like one of his biggest games he's had, well, definitely this season, but in a while. But I want to ask you guys a question to something because. Brady, the Bucks are playing on Thursday night this week. And we made some comments, uh, people make comments all the time that Thursday nights are a hard thing to do and a lot of people don't like to put their players in Thursday night. But after everything we went through last week where we didn't know whether this game was going to get played or this game was going to get played or this game got moved to Tuesday. So as commissioners, we had to write up rules about putting in uh, substitutes and everything. And a lot of people complained that they weren't able to use the players that played on Thursday night. So right. this week on Thursday night, it's the Bucks versus the Bears. And it seems like the Bucks have a whole bunch of injuries, but do you guys feel comfortable starting some of those guys? Because at least you know they're going to play. Well, if they actually play, yeah. Because <laughs> um, right now, you know, Chris Godwin's out. He's not going to play. Right. Um, Mike Evans is limited in practice. I think Leonard Fournette's a game-time decision. Mike Evans is a game-time decision. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's so Justin many Watson's injuries. out. Scotty Miller is a game time decision, but to tell you Their the truth, whole I, team is like questionable, basically. And that's part of why I'm asking the question. But go ahead. in our patron chat, I mentioned this yesterday that like, look, I don't care whoever's playing on Thursday night football. Um, that guy's getting inserted into my fucking roster. 
And that's yeah, why I threw yeah. that's why I threw the question to you is why I asked you that because, because uh, <laughs> yeah I, look I'd rather get two points out of a guy on Thursday night than zero points because the guy's on a five week buy now <laughs> you know and it's funny I I five uh, week buy. as commissioners of a lot of leagues I wrote that whole thing out and I sent it out to all the teams I I tried to make it as specific as possible and I still had people ask questions well wait do I get to change this guy for that guy no matter how you clear it up so uh, it just seems like at least today we had a lot of questions that there could have been potentially like four games can this weekend or postponed so it's very difficult to pay attention to all this and I just think it's funny when a lot of people complain oh this sucks it's so hard I mean it's not that hard it's way harder for the NFL to deal with it than us to deal with it but uh, if there's ways that you can watch your waiver and then set your lineups put some of those guys in on Thursday we have a lot of trades here that we wanted to talk about and I know I referenced it when you said earlier, if you have a league winner, keep them on your roster or whatever. But you actually made a couple trades that you traded away James Robinson in a a few of them, right? Yeah, Mr. Robinson. Um, Even after we had Katie, even even after we had Katie on last week saying, you know, you know, you should hold on to him right now, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a contender. And, and you're a contender in one of the leagues you trade him, but go ahead. Well, say I mean, I'm a contender in it's Fugazi as f- <laughs> I mean, when, you know, to, to one of Katie's favorite words, but, you know, when you got Robert Tanyan dropping 45 points on uh, no Monday Night Football. But, no, but that, three that, weeks in a row. Sustainable thing. Tanyan has a touchdown three weeks in a row. So uh, right. the, the, no, the dude. Five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah the dude likes it. On 14 targets okay but but now, he, that's that's what we call unsustainable well right. or or then, every single week he's going to get another touchdown but regardless well, that's not even what we have to wonder did aaron Rodgers finally discover how to pass Ex- or to a tight end so but maybe but that's still different we're not talking about that you have two trades on this sheet and you may even have more but i see the two trades of james robinson here so uh go ahead <laughs> oh so this <laughs> yeah, is the one so this one, I want to get Michael all fired up. He texted me after this one. Um, oh, did he? Yeah. I did. So, I did. So in the uh, grandfather league of ours, uh, <laughs> HQ1, I got, I gave up Mr. Robinson. Um, oh, you didn't get enough. Uh, no. For a 2021 third and a 2022 first. Okay. Yeah, you, you did not get enough. <laughs> That's a stupid trade chain. <laughs> and the reason he says that is I immediately texted him when it came across my timeline. I was like, dude, I would have gave you so much more. But but yeah. but but part of the reason, Jeremy, that I didn't like it, even if it has nothing to do with me, he traded with Larry Monkey. Larry Monkey is four and oh in this league. Yeah, Larry Monkey thanks for giving yeah, thank do you ever consider the tactic of trading with the best team in the league? Because I <laughs> I, I mentioned this a couple times last year where I'm like, I never traded with him. And then I look at his roster and I look at what he's accumulated and I'm like, Shane gives him James Robinson for his title defense and gets a third rounder in 2021 and a first rounder two years from now. Shane, I know you're not in the position to win this year, but you basically just gave Larry Monkey another title. Oh, I don't care. I'm not going to win. That's that's that's, that's the league mate. That's the league's problem. I'm making trades to make my roster better long term. No, I'm not worried about. You did. I offer trades better long term. I got a third rounder and a 
fucking first, first round. Year, uh, and a, it's a two first years from and now. A first, yeah, and guess what? We'll still be playing in this league. And you'll still not have a player better than James Robinson. Good job. Okay. You're okay. Right. So let me let's what's the hit rate for Andre after free agent? What's the hit rate for Andre after free agent? It's less than ten percent. It's less than ten percent. It's less than ten percent. Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, please stop for a second here. I'll be Chris Wallace here. Either pick. Okay. Together, you still won't have that. The reason. What are you not thinking about? <laughs> Shane. So, what I was saying was <laughs> yes, what Jeremy said. The fact that you traded him to Larry Monkey, but you, you, I would understand maybe your reasoning about what you're saying if you were 0 4, but you're not. You're 2 and 2 in that league, and you're in the upper part of the 2 and 2 teams. We're you in week. You could have won your division with James Robinson. Okay, really? but we're, we're in week four, and there is still the possibility, like we sp- spoke about last week with Katie, where he has a good run over the next couple of weeks. So, right. I, so he you, has a decent team. He really does. I looked at him. Uh, I'm not talking about his team. I'm talking about James Robinson, about that James team. Robinson has a, oh, okay. has a good run over the next couple of weeks. So, so for me, the only reason, and like I told you when you and I texted back and forth, I wasn't shitting on you in any way. I was just saying that, you know, I would have gave you more. And you yeah. said you said that, oh, well, I traded, I tried with one, two, three. You said three people. This is a 16-team league. So I just no, wanted no, no, to no. ask I you. I just named three people off the top of my head. Is that what it is? If you go through, yeah, you go through that league. Like, I, I guarantee you, you ask everybody in that league with draft picks and hurt players, they, they got offers. Um, and it's just... I didn't get an offer. I didn't get an offer either. Neither of you have 2021 picks and your 2022 picks. Uh, Michael has a first. I I would want a 2021 first and a 2022 whatever for James Robinson. You didn't even get that. The first is too far out. I'm sorry. Nobody. So everyone that has a 2021 first in that league, uh, they were offered James Robinson and declined. Okay. So my Uh, only thing I'll say to you, Shane, we've had this conversation a couple times over the years. I get where you're saying that you sent it to those people and they didn't reciprocate, so you went to the person that would. But in in this case, I was going to say to you is maybe ride him for a couple more weeks, get those points, get those wins, and then try again or try for a player and a 2021 first or something. And and again, I'm not everybody can make whatever trades they want. I'm not sitting here telling you you shouldn't have done the trade. Well, that's fine. No, but he's two and two. He's two and two in a really hotly contested sixteen teamer. Two and two, you he hotly you could really contested. take yeah. two and two all the way. I get it. Larry Monkey's four and zero. And two and two, you could take that to the playoffs. You not only did you trade that player away, you gave him to the guy who's running away with your own division and won it last year. I I, I don't. I don't understand care how. It, I okay again. I don't get. You don't want to win your division. No, my point is my team's not built to win right now anyway with Jalen Rager and Henry Ruggs and a bunch of other young receivers. 
Um, so let's make Larry Monkey I don't, even what, better. Like, that is not my concern. I don't care. If I can't win the league, why do I care who wins it? I don't care if Larry wins it every other year that I don't win it. I don't give a shit. That's that's the rest of the league's problem. I make offers to everybody in the league, and I'm going to take the offers that it, you know are best. It happens just so happens that Larry is one of the more active folks in that league, so he's going to make a lot of trades. He's he's really active, Shane, because he won it last year. <laughs> Then you're helping him win it again. And again, I, if I'm not going to win it, which I wasn't going to win it this year anyway, that team is, again, it's built on smoke and mirrors. I'm starting Chris Herndon. I'm starting three tight ends every week. I'm starting Chris Herndon, Robert Tanyan, and I, I forget who the other guy was, to be honest with you. I'm not point. trading with this the biggest horse in the race. That's, I, that's fine. I'm going to trade fine. with someone else because well, I'll probably a get different... a better deal anyway, but, like, I don't. Wow. I, yeah, and I'm gonna say no because I, I actually go out there and try to make the trade, so I know what the, the market is because I've sent offers to nearly hey, everyone in that league. In this 16 teamer, I'm two and two as well. Um, I've scored more points than you. I probably have slightly better team, but with injuries, it's questionable. I am not trading with Larry Monkey. I'm gonna trade with other teams. I'm not trading with that because I'm not gonna help him beat me. I'm planning on making the playoffs, even though I'm two and two, because I have a pretty good team, like enough that I can probably weather this season and fight for the playoffs. I don't have the best team, but I don't want to make Larry's team better. Okay, which so I did, and, and I just I want to. Oh, did he leave? No, my camera's oh, unplugged. Okay, even though it's my laptop camera. <laughs> I, anyone's listening, so my, my, you can let me know what this means. So for the last what month. Every once in a while, my camera just decides that uh, it's been unplugged, even though it's my laptop camera. So I'm not really sure how that happened. It, it actually looks really cool because it's the circle of our logo. And when you talk, it bounces it kind vibrates. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool looking. But but yeah. what, what I wanted to say, and look, I didn't say this to attack you or to say that you were wrong. What I did want to bring up is that people out there that look at what trades are done and what's discussed, especially on this show, a lot of times it's not about the specific player. It's just about the theory behind it. And the only thing I wanted to say in the case with you is that there was still the opportunity that you could have still gone a little bit farther. You could have helped your record a little bit more and you could have maybe traded it to somebody that was 0-4 instead of 4-0. So, so again, it wasn't about Shane and it wasn't about Larry Monkey. It was more about the, the idea and the theory behind trading a player like James Robinson. At, at this point right now, whether you believe he's a jag or whatever he is, in fantasy, he's scoring a lot of points. So he right, is right now, right. Yeah, so, yeah. so it was just more about the theory and about the circumstances than about the specific person. And when you say I was mad, I wasn't mad. I uh, just yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's just real quick. So I brought up my lineup. Uh -huh. So every week, and this is every week. Uh huh. I, uh, just about. I've had to run out Chris Herndon, Thomas Logan, and Robert Tanya. Okay. Thomas. Well, Robert Tanyan in what a 16-team league tight end. Logan Thomas. Yeah. But in, in a 16-team <laughs> league, Robert Tanyan is pretty freaking awesome right now, you know? In a tight end premium, he's doing well. Regardless of what you want to say, he scored every single week except for week one. So. All right. Well, if you could get someone to, to make an offer commiserate with your feelings on him, that'd be great. <laughs> so I'm just saying for some people I, out no, there looking at the – yeah. Good. All right. So, so part of, part of what, I, so that was the reason I was thinking that now you had another trade here with James Robinson. Why do we even have divisions in that league. Divisions is 
fucking uh, fantasy football. I don't like division. Listen, like- yeah, uh, you know, we did end up putting divisions when we created that league, and you know, at the time, we that was the idea we came up with. Look, we and it's fine. Divisions are great. Yeah, and it's when they're not. It's great, and team in in certain leagues, it's better to have just who who are the best. You know, three teams, regardless of divisions. But we have divisions. That's how we set it up. And and that's actually what I was going to say. We 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 set up five different leagues, and in all five different leagues, we did them a little bit differently. And in that league, we did division. So okay, yeah, so, so Shade in I another didn't, league, I didn't get yeah, Johnson, right, right. Waivers just ran in another league. I did not get Dearness Johnson. Oh really? Oh yeah. Look at that. It's nine oh one. Actually, or you're, Jeff Smith. You're like you're right. Waivers just ran in HQ four and HQ five. So you're saying you didn't get the players you tried to get. Yeah, oh, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I put bids on these guys. It's just that I didn't go balls to the wall on Darius Johnson and Jeff Smith. Because I'm still not even sure Jeff Smith is a real person. That is a <laughs> the most, like, just generic, like, oh, no, no, I'm Jeff Smith. I am a wide receiver for a football team. I still don't believe he's a real person. <laughs> and I remember when you said that when we were doing the show the other day. That's pretty funny. But um, uh, so you did have another trade here with um, – with James Robinson, and you traded him straight up for a player. See, now in in that case, it's a little bit different than getting a, a first two years from now. Um, what were the circumstances in this league, and why did you go with Michael Gallup straight up? Uh, circumstances in this league are I'm not good in it, and uh, <laughs> so if I'm not. If I'm not good in it, I'm selling. Um, I'm selling James. I'm trading James Robinson away. Um, I sent out a couple offers. Uh, shot real high on one. I tried to get one guy to give me DeAndre Swift for him. Um, he didn't respond. But this gentleman <laughs> he didn't even respond. He responded after the fact. He responded after the fact to tell me that uh, Michael Gallup wasn't enough for James Robinson. Right. Okay. <laughs> Which is to me, you know, and you've talked about this before. You look at it as found money. Found money, like, oh, well, I can use this and spend it and it's gone. That's fine. That makes me happy. And, you know, that's fine. That's how you like the play. You know me. If I find money, I go, oh, wait, what can I turn this into? <laughs> exactly. I need, to, I need to turn this into something more tangible, something that, that I can, I'm going to trade this as, look, James Robinson made it through my roster for four weeks, which is fucking impressive to me in, in most of my leagues. Um, you know, I still roster him in a few more leagues where I'm competitive, so I'm going to ride it out, I think. But, yeah, so I, basically I offered uh, Robinson for a first in Gallup, aiming high again. He offered Gallup straight up, and I was like, that's fine. I'll take it. So then I did make one more trade that involved James Robinson, yeah. but it also involved someone else that was in the news – Sir Nicholas Chubb. Okay, yeah, so your trade. Yeah, all right. So you have a trade here. Uh, what, wait, what is the league? What are the circumstances with this league? Who is, is John it? Ward, by the way? Who is John Ward? Are you just picking up random? No, fake jo- no, no. Jonathan Ward was somebody that I I got over the off season in in like rookie drafts and stuff. But he was just promoted from the taxi squad in uh, Arizona to the starting lineup uh, to the starting to keep roster. Keep an eye on J- Jonathan Ward. So. Yeah, yeah. So I just picked up Jonathan Ward in the three leagues that that. <laughs> yes, okay. You're telling people what I did, but yes, I picked up Jonathan Ward just now because you know, hey, listen, Kenyon Drake has not been lighting up the world, you know. Um, Kenyon Drake, 
um, <laughs> looks terrible. He's being basically on a, a per touch basis. Uh, Chase Edmonds is outscoring him. Yes, and I like Ch- I like Chase Edmonds, but um, it's Me funny too. because remember Kenyon Drake? We talked about him in the off season that he was hanging around in a walking boot. And they said, it's fine. He's fine. It's for precaution. Nothing's wrong. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> um, and then this year, he's getting a ton of carries. He's not really doing much with them. And they're just not using him at all in the passing game, which to me means that uh, Cliff Kingsbury, is that his name? The coach out there, yeah. is looking at Drake. And he's looking at Edmonds, and he's, you know, and Edmonds is clearly looking like the better receiver there. <laughs> well, it's funny right now. It, <laughs> The fact that you just said that, it's funny, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I just picked him up in ten different John leagues. Ward. Uh, Jonathan Ward. Yeah, it looks like HQ2, he's still available. And, uh, oh, oh, he... hold on. I got to go to HQ2. I got to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. There's stash people. Well, because John Ward. yeah, because they just brought him up from the taxi squad, and and I just I, I I've been keeping it. Well, look, we talked about this with your Josh yeah, Josh Adams at the beginning. You know, we have uh, to not only keep keep an eye on the people that are on rosters, but people that are on taxi squads, and and especially in that situation. When I saw that yesterday that he was brought up, I just put in some waiver claims for him. So that's I cool. don't I don't want to ever discuss <laughs> Josh Adams again. <laughs> Uh, maybe the lesson yeah, there is. I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe the lesson there is if you don't need to, <laughs> like if you're not in a 16 team league or 14 team league, don't go ape shit with your fab on Josh Adams until you're pretty sure that he's going to stay up on the roster. Because, um, spoiler alert, he, he did not. Yes. So now going back to the trade that you made, you did do a trade, like you said, with a. See, now this is a package of players. So we're actually going down the list. Did the first trade you made, which, which Jeremy and I didn't agree with you you traded for picks and future picks whatever the next trade you did you traded for a player that uh some people believe will be a future star now this other package yeah but the 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 package that you just did right here is a three for three package so what you're doing is you were going after somebody that is injured right now that Fortunately, it's not a big injury, hopefully, um, and and you kind of moved up. So this is a little bit different than the other two that we were talking about. So what did you do with this trade? Yeah, and what is the trade? Just, just real quick, the only reason that it's a package is because he was going to have to cut two guys, and I was like, well, fuck it, give them to me. Oh, well, that makes um, a lot more sense because wow. I was wondering why you got Patrick Laird and Dede yeah. Westbrook. And I want to know who the players are because I didn't even see this trade yet. Uh, Shane, what did you do? So I gave up uh, Josh Kelly. Uh, James Robinson and Logan Thomas. That is his name. Good. I got it right. Yes. And I got back uh, Day Day Westbrook, uh, Patrick Laird, and the, the the actual centerpiece of the trade, uh, Nick Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, that's a good trade. Yeah. So especially... So especially what we talked about at the beginning of the show where, where we're not all uh, enamored with Joshua Kelly... You know, and then with your reasoning behind James Robinson and everything you're doing, and then with Logos Thomas being a tight end, I I definitely like this trade. I mean, Jeremy and I both have liked Chubb for a couple of years now, and uh, you know, I'm not. You like a... my Chubb. And so, yeah, so I definitely think that I, I understand this trade more than the other two, and I I do like it actually. Yeah, buddy, the trade for Chubb was a good move. He's out this year, but. It's a, he's not he's out this year. Five. He's only out for a couple weeks, hopefully. 
he's a top five running back, and even if you consider that he's out for the entire season this year, he's still worth what you paid for sure. Yeah, and that, yeah look, if he comes back this year, great, which I, I think he will, but it's not going to matter on this roster to be quite exactly. honest with you. So exactly. it's fine. Cool. So we had a couple other things on the show sheet and stuff, but I think we're going to move that to the Patreon show. So before we wrap everything up, um, Shane, why don't you tell everybody about our Patreons that we're going to do the show for? Uh, we got a patron show that we're probably going to kick till Friday night now, if, as long as Michael and um, Jeremy are okay with that. Um, that's the patron show. When you're a patron, um, yeah, you get the uncensored version of this podcast, this specific one, um, which would be really good, but uh, of every episode. I don't know how uh, uncensored get, this one's going to be. You get the uncensored version. Um, you also get the bonus podcast every week. You also get waiver wire articles. You also get the group me uh, chat community with uh ourselves and uh dozens and dozens of our best <laughs> fantasy friends hundreds hundreds um <laughs> depending on, on what type of patron you are you might even have my phone number although that's probably not very impressive lots of people have my number i give it out a lot because i'm very lonely i have your um, number yeah so and uh yeah support the show if you like the show become a patron if you can't support it financially I guess that's okay. Then just give us a five star on the uh, Apple Store, iTunes Store, whatever it's called now. I don't know. Before they break up that Apple monopoly <laughs> um, and call it something else. Oh, you believe in the Fortnite uh, uh, court case against Apple? I don't think so. Um, no, no. So <laughs> the Senate just came out with a report that said basically Google, Apple, Amazon and uh, I forget who else, uh, some fourth company are all monopolies. Yeah. Uh, and the, I made the comment because Fortnite, my son tells me how Fortnite started all that stuff. But yeah, because so- Fortnite, yeah, because <laughs> see, Apple was trying to charge exorbitant, <laughs> feet, exorbitant, 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 whatever. You know what the word is. Exactly. Exorbitant. Yeah, yeah. Um, for downloads, they want like 30% of all the money. Yeah. And Fortnite exactly. was like, go. Oh, yourselves and then it was a whole to do and then google did the same thing on the play store and it was all it was craziness i, I my kids were really going to lose their shit so my, thankfully i think it's been resolved my son too he told me everything about yeah. it so i agree so uh so yes please go over to our patreon we have a lot of fun we have a lot of fun doing this show and we we're having some fun doing some extra stuff for you guys too. So go ahead and go check out our store, check out our Patreon, check out our iTunes account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. Hey, also follow all three of us, you know, at Shane's the Worst, at Dynasty Madman, and at FF Blitz. And we love you guys all. Thank you for listening. Wear your masks, please. And uh, and, and say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Shane. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs>